Welcome to the Smarticle Podcast, where we take a good article and make it gooder. Brandon, it is about time that we jump into the George Contos uh, sinking ship. It's been no, going on too uh, long. I feel like we need to do it. I feel dude, like we need to do it. You're killing Let me, me just, for the record, if you don't know who he is, he's the congressman, and let's just count the lies before we get into it. He said his grandparents fled the Holocaust. His mother died as a result of 9-11. That he graduated from Baruch College with a degree in economics and finance, and that he played volleyball there. He didn't do that either. That he worked at Goldman Sachs at Citigroup. I could go on, but you get the point. He's a big liar, but he got elected anyways. The article this week is how a perfectly normal New York suburb elected a con man in the Atlantic. Um, This is written by Steve Israel, who represented parts of Long Island in Congress that that, uh, Contos now does. He represented from 2001 to 2017. He wrote this article, How a Perfectly Normal New York Suburb Elected a Con Man. I'm assuming you don't have a woke-a-meter, MAGA-meter for this article. I do. I do. Oh, so, you do. So wow. Steve Israel's my kind of guy, really. He's a very centrist politician. If you look at his voting record, he's voted against just like outright abortion, like just let him let anybody have an abortion. He's voted against or he's voted for gun regulation. So he's kind of in the middle of the road. He's like pro choice, but he's like, hey, we need to think about it. anyway. My point is he's a very middle of the road centrist kind of politician. Obviously he's a Democrat, so he leans left. But if if every politician that was out there was like Adam Kinzinger and Steve Israel and others that were sort of mi- more center left or or center right, we'd be way better off. But so I I would put him as a six or seven on the woke meter. All right, just to read the first paragraph from this article in the Atlantic: How did George Santos, a Republican newly elected to New York's third congressional district on Long Island, get away with running for office with an almost completely fictitious resume? The answer is a combination of Democratic complacency, Republican extremism, a media decline in a House district that I know intimately. All right. I just want to preface this with this. I've been reading, uh, watching this Bernie Madoff documentary on Netflix. And Bernie became a very rich man. But at what cost? He literally would take money from widows and old people. And the minute he got it, because it was a Ponzi scheme, those people were destitute they would never get their money back you became a congressman george santos by lying and now you're a pariah does it matter how you get something that's my question with george contos okay well george contos again fits the uh brandon doble why does a dog lick its balls because he can (laughs) definition i mean i know your mom's listening so sorry mom but ultimately that's what it is i mean we cannot blame george contos for this george contos is i think he's probably mentally ill i mean the the layer of lies this dude he said he had knee replacement his knees replaced because of being an all-american volleyball player baruch i mean like some of the stuff is so easily checkable that the mere fact that no one i know we're going to talk about that but my point is to make these lies up the way he did just says, okay, this dude's a nut job. So I don't even blame George Contos for this. He went and rode the MAGA wave to the thing. But the question is, how in the world does a guy like George Santos, which is what Steve Israel is pushing at, you know, looking at the factors in place that even allowed for this to happen are amazing. So first and foremost, do you blame the media for not doing any fact-checking on this? I don't blame. Once again, I blame the evil 
demon in our society, social media. And the reason I blame social media is because one of the reasons we don't have local news anymore is because people don't want to pay for it. Ultimately, um, we have local, even, even great storied institutions like the Chronicle are now garbage, right? Because there's no money in local media anymore. Everybody consumes their media via the interwebs, via, you know, MSNBC and Fox. They're not like going to their local station. So they're not being funded for that. Well, that's what I'm saying. Local media, like local newspapers, small town radio stations, those are going away. Yeah. If you're, you're probably only, if you live in New York, the only way to get news is the New York Times. But they're not covering this third. No, right. And that's what and that's what Steve Israel said is that it's, you know, so I'm not blaming the media because the media is it's this sort of giant corporate machine now. Yeah. In a sense, I blame ourselves like that. We haven't pushed for local media that we're not willing to pay for local media. These are important. It's this is a perfect example of how important local media is because anyone literally with a third grade degree could have checked on this stuff. Right. Mm. And could have said, hey, wait, let me check and, and, and call Baruch College and see. Oh, but just curious for a, for a piece on George Santos. I'd like to look at his background. Oh, wait, what? He didn't go to that college. He never played volleyball there. I mean, that would have been a red flag in and of itself. But I more importantly, I blame the Democratic Party for this because the Democratic Party said, hey, there's no way we're going to lose if it's not job. Just the same way that the Democratic Party said there's no way that that Donald Trump's going to win the election against Hillary Clinton. So they put together candidates that aren't ultimately that good, and they don't do their background research. So they could have anyone that would have done background research on George Santos, if you were were a qualified candidate, would have come out and said, hey, uh, by the way, local news or New York Times or whomever, George Santos is a liar, and let me show you how. (laughs) He would have had to defend those things. And all the things that he's having to defend now, he would have defended during the election cycle, and he would have lost. I mean, Biden won this district by eight and a half or what, ten and a half points. So it wasn't like this is a heavy, heavy leaning, right leaning district. By the way, for almost every was well, I think every congressional district on Long Island went Republican. So clearly, the Democratic Party on Long Island was asleep at the wheel for well, sure. So- Here's the thing that I feel like what we're missing from local news and big news organizations is skeptical people. Yeah. Like people that are like, so too good to be true is my theme. Sometimes before big Giants games or NFL football games, I'll go on Craigslist and type in, does anybody want to give me five tickets for the game? I'll go to Craigslist and then just to see, and then post that my family wants to go. I'm not a tech millionaire, blah, blah, blah. And I always get a bunch of scammers. People are always going like, oh, I'll sell you for like $20. Like who's selling me? 49ers tickets for 20 bucks, blah, blah, blah. It's about skepticalness. How do people not just go like, this doesn't seem right? How is this congressman saying that his parents fled the Holocaust? They survived 9-11. But like, how are we not raising people in the world to go like, that is too good to be true? We're losing skepticalness. Yeah, we're, we're not, it's not, I don't, is skepticalness a word? Anyway, yes. it's not that we're losing skepticism. We what are. we're losing is the ability to think. So back when you were in a small town, and someone new came to town. Everybody was skeptical of them. That's just the yes. way it was, right? Yeah. And so if somebody was running for office, like it was much harder to be a charlatan. There have always been snake of course. oil salesmen and charlatans and all these people. They're always I have. saw the music man. There you so go. I- There's a perfect one. We have a, a musical about this, right? So the difference is today is that just you just hit it on the head. So I can go online. 
Back in the day, if I wanted to get tickets to the Niners, I had to call the Niner ticket office, right? Yeah. Or I had to yeah. post it an ad in the newspaper, mm-hmm. and I had to go physically meet somebody to get this yeah. ticket, and I could inspect it. I was yeah. automatically skeptical because someone was selling this ticket, right? Yeah. Now we don't have to do that, dude. I get phishing emails all day long, constantly. Someone's like, oh, you got to close this account. This, I mean, it's just all of them are phishing. There are so many charlatans out there trying to, to to separate us from our money, our information, our whatever. George Santos is just I thought the it was absolute, No, it's Santos. George Santos yeah. is just simply Contos. George Santos is just simply a reflection of the greater society. I mean, this dude is a caricature. He's a clown. If you look yeah. at him and listen to him and he says I'm the first openly gay Republican in Congress, which probably isn't true. You know, we don't even know if that's his last name. I mean, there's so many red flags with this dude. But the fact that he is a sitting congressman in the people's house today and has that kind of power is frightening. Well, who cares about that? Because once again, back to the ultimate point of this, first of all, he's a pariah, right? So he's going to be out in two years. He's on committees. Well, he's going to be out in two years. No other Republican even wants to be within 5,000 feet of him or be even filmed with him. So good. You lied and become a congressman for two years. And then what? But remember, before he was a congressman, he was a then what? I mean, he was he didn't even have a job. And the guy's a scammer. Yeah. Okay. So he's able to get in there. But there, there's something in this article really pushes into this idea that democracy itself loses because of George Santos. Had the Democratic Party done their background research on him, we wouldn't have a George. So, so you say it's only two years. Two years, a lot can happen, right? I mean, yeah. four years of Donald Trump just wreaked havoc on this country, right? We're like, well, oh, he'll be out in four years. He was president years. of the United States. I know, dude. but this guy is a congressman, Larry. He's Yo, third me- in the line. Dude, I don't know if you understand the line of secession, but the Speaker of the House is in line to become the president of the United States should other things happen. It is a very powerful governing body. They determine how much money we spend, right? We have the debt limit ceiling uh, coming up or the debt ceiling okay. coming up, right? But what I'm saying is that he's going to vote on that. So if you're someone who lives in this district and elected this guy, do you wake up feeling like an idiot? Like, wow. No, it's the same type of things that the people in, in the MAGA states feel about Trump. They don't think about it. I mean, I think that the Republican Party in you know in Long Island is embarrassed because they're like, whoa. Now, they, they I don't actually even blame them. Because they didn't expect anyone to win. They, they haven't won. Uh, a Republican hasn't uh. won the seat in forever. So they were just like, hey, we're small. We're just going to we'll support whoever wants to run and whoever gets past the pyramid. They're not doing background research on him because they don't care. They were as surprised as anybody else that he won. And the, the, a bigger question might be how in the world did why would people vote for a, a Republican in this thing? Because it was a backlash against woke policies. That's what it was. And that's what I mean by center left or center right. Had there been a a democratic push to say, listen, we're we're listening to you. We want to deal with crime. We want to, we're not going to, you know, we're going to deal with crime before we deal with transgenderism, right? I, I'm sorry. I mean, I know that transgender people need to be represented and supported and all that thing, but they do not take precedent over people that are worried about crime when you're talking about going to the ballot box. That's what's yeah. going on here. Taxes are going to play a bigger part than other things. So then do you think the George Cantos, Santos story emboldens those that in this world can just say whatever they want and advance themselves? Or do you think like, okay, now we're going to pay attention. 
Don't well, I think that we've learned. I think that you're going to see a lot more of these local people going and doing background checks. Yeah, is what I think. I, so I think it's that, a good. I think yeah, absolutely, it's a good it is a good thing because ultimately the parties themselves are going to. And again, I fundamentally blame the Democratic Party for this. They did nothing to come. I mean, dude, this would have been as easy, honestly, as a Google search, and they did nothing. Clearly, okay, forget George Santos being a charlatan. Think about the fact that the Democrats lost a seat in a very, very close uh, majority or minority seat in Congress because they just simply did not do their due diligence because they thought, oh, we've got this thing sewed up. So, yeah. hey, I don't I, – the, the Democrats are just losers, in my opinion, in this district. It's their fault that this happened. I feel like I'm too normal of a guy because, like, the biggest lie that I probably currently say – is I'll be like, yeah, at the Lambda Kai frat house, I once down 20 beers in like Woo! 10 hours. Uh, that's Something not a lie. Something that I maybe or maybe not did, but you can't be proved. Right. But this guy literally made up that he went to Brew College. Like, it is such, it, it's so And they're like, we've never heard of him. They, Dude, he probably made up his last name. I mean, that's the crazy part. He, he said, did. Yeah. He did. It's not, it's his, not real his real last name. name, right? I mean, <laughs> no. so that's what I'm saying. I mean, all this stuff would have been checked, you know, easy to check. I mean, the guy, I mean, yeah. well, what's ultimately probably going to happen to him is because of the campaign finance. Like, they're like, wait, where did you come up with all this money? That's yeah. probably what his downfall is going to be. Not that he lied about all this other stuff. Brandon, I'd like to thank you for teaching me that I can lie about anything. 